Hi, everybody. It's Megan Whitmer. And this is Amanda Gardner. This is the Creative Oracle, life advice for creative types. Hi, Amanda. Hi. And hi, everybody. We're doing a little different kind of show this week than we usually do, but I'm really excited about it. Um, so excited. This is really different. And I know. If you listened last week um, or you've just caught our stories on Instagram, you know that this week we took questions from you guys and then we thought we would answer those on air. And we got quite a few questions, so we're not going to be able to answer everybody's, but we're also planning to do this again. So if we Definitely. don't get to yours today, um, please, you know, submit another question again, because we're just kind of doing it randomly. As you know, do. I think it's important too to say that ev- this advice is technically for everyone. Like the cards present themselves the same way the questions prevent- present themselves. And a question may resonate with you. Take that answer. Um so when I was at Gabby Bernstein's retreat at Kripalu, um, every year she does Q&A. And she always says that the Q&A, like the questions that end up being submitted are like for the highest good of everyone. So mm-hmm. by the end of the, the workshop, everybody's question was answered. It was just asked by another person. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like how you're in class and you're afraid to raise your hand and then somebody else is like, oh my God, I'm so glad you asked that. I just didn't want to ask. (laughs) I think it's the same thing. Yeah. So don't, don't tune out if you didn't, (laughs) if you didn't submit a question, like these answers are going to be for everyone. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. I am too. I think it'd be great. Let's do it. Um, So the two decks, I brought a couple of decks down. One is that literary witches Oracle that I mentioned last week. Yeah. um, The cards are not as... I love this deck. It's very Megan. It's a very Megan deck. (laughs) However, it's not nearly as um, specifically detailed in its um, readings as like the other decks that I'm used to. Like this card, these cards will have just a few words, like two or three words, not even like sentences. It's just like vibe cards basically. Right. So it's a different thing, which is why I thought using it for specific questions would be way better. I don't think it's good for just a general, like pull a card, see what you need to hear today. Cause I think it's more like attuned to specific questions, but I also, and brought... I also think, yeah, no, you go ahead. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. Um, I also think it might be like a great supplementary mm-hmm. card for like when you pull a card and then you pull a literary, which is card for some further clarification or something. I think yes, that sounds... that's a good idea too. Like what I would do. I also brought down the work your light deck because it's my most favorite deck. As I tell you all every single time I use it <laughs> and I love it. And Rebecca Campbell is amazing. Okay. <clears throat> so do you want to pull, do you want to do the first question? You want me to do the first question? Why don't you go first? Okay. But let's both answer because I think, I feel like some of these where I know the people who answered them, I, d- I just want to make sure to get your perspective on love this idea you know what i mean love it yeah Yeah. so some of these i'm like if i know what kind of answer they're hoping for it's gonna make me feel bad to give them an answer they don't like (laughs) so i'm like you you can help me okay so let's see here's one um do i keep my same type of career path or go for something completely different Okay, I'm gonna pull from Starseed Oracle on this one. So this is this is a Rebecca Campbell deck. Um, we may get a double Campbell, and that's perfectly fine. Of course, um, double the Campbell, double, double the Campbell, double the, the amazingness. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead 
since you have that deck, I'm going to pull a literary witch's card for this one. Um, cool. So I've been shuffling while we've been talking. Let's see. Oh, okay. So in the literary witch's deck, there are several cards that relate to specific female authors. And then there's a whole bunch of others that are just artwork inspired by the um, authors. So yeah. this card that I got was actually, it's the spider. Ooh. And it says, focus, planning, digesting. Oh. Which is interesting to go with this question, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I want to hear what your card mm-hmm. says, but I do want to say, like, if you kind of, I, I also think with these cards, it's important to pay attention to the artwork on the card and, like, think about what the artwork is showing you. Um, yeah. And I'm like, you know, spiders are patient and meticulous and they do plan out everything and they kind of go for they play the long game right yeah and as far as thinking ahead about where they're going next so okay you go and then we can kind of keep the spider imagery in mind so i actually want to riff on that for a second i think what this means is start planning for a career change while staying where you're at i think that the spider has a web that like catches opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. And so while it's digesting its current prey, it's waiting for the next one. And the next one will be what the wind blows in. So I think you need to be like open to these possibilities, but I don't think you should just quit and go after it. I think that this takes calculating planning. I think it takes like preparing to transition. Yeah. And I think, I think that like the right opportunity will just arrive and then you'll have built your plans. You'll have built your webs and then you can seamlessly transition. That's how I see it. And I think there's something to be said for the the web part of it, as far as like casting your net out there a little bit I know yeah. a net and a web are sort of alike, but it's like, um, put yourself out there, like update your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> think yeah. about all the different areas that you might be good in. Like what are other, if you were going to switch career path completely where else would you go and start like stay where you're at but maybe you want to take a class that helps you get certified in something else or you know just like develop your skills in other areas and keep updating your LinkedIn profile and just see what happens like be um open to other opportunities but also don't just sit there and like pray that something amazing is going to fall on your lap like set set up some um I don't know what the word is stepping stones for yourself as well Agree. Hard okay. agree. What's your card? Um, so the card I pulled is um, Star Ancestors from the uh, Star Seed Oracle deck. And it says, hidden secrets, lost wisdom, look a little deeper. So my answer is a little bit less practical and more woo. But what I believe you should do is I think you need to meditate on it and see what comes up. I think that a lot of people have jobs. And when it feels like it's not your calling, what I'm saying is when it feels like it's not your calling, you feel like it's a job. When it feels like you're, it's your calling, it's your career. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that we need to do is I would meditate on it. I would sort of meditate on like, what would your ideal life look like? And you might be surprised with what bubbles up. Like, holy crap, I was baking cakes. Like, I didn't expect that. Or you have to let your subconscious do a little work for you. So I would actually meditate on it, then sleep, see what you dream about. I would even go as far as maybe looking up doing a past life regression meditation. Um, you'd be really surprised about the kind of things that you used to do in former lifetimes, if that's something you believe in. Uh, you know, I, I did one and like, I was an herbalist in it and I, I was like, wow. And I was really surprised. And I, I do do a lot of like holistic 
meditation, uh, medication and supplements. So I was kind of like, that's really cool. I like that. So maybe try meditating. I think that's a great idea. I really love the whole idea of meditating and just kind of seeing like, I don't know what your ideal life looks like. I really love that. Like, what are you doing in your happiest form? How are you spending your time? And also like, if you didn't have money, what would you be doing with your time? Because to me, that susses out like, what your real passions are, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh my God, if I had nothing but time, I'd write 15 books. Like, right. okay, then you're on the right path. Like, or if I had nothing but time, I would start my own Etsy, you know, macrame business. You know, I, th- yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think some meditation is, is clutch for this right now. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Do so you do the, the next one question. Yes. The question I have, um, is what is the best way we can take care of ourselves through the rest of 2020? I think this is a, this is an, this is a question and an answer for absolutely everyone, 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 everyone. So I'm going to pull from the roomy Oracle because I feel like this requires roomy level wisdom, (laughs) which deck are you? I think, uh, is this a going to be a Campbell pull for you or what? I don't know. I kind of, I really liked how the, the literary witches handled that last question. So I sort of want to do that one again. I'm just going to shuffle them here while you're doing that. Great. All right. So I am looking up um, my answer. Why don't you go first? Okay. I kind of like that. Yeah. I can sort of give us a um, little bit of a context. Okay. All right. This time. Oh no. I'm going to mispronounce this so badly. Oh, stop. Anais. A-N-A-I-S. Nin. N-I-N. Anais. Okay. Anais. See, look how good you are. You know her. I don't, I don't know her. <laughs> um, so it has her and she is, it says the subconscious below it. So here's a little bit about her. Born to Cuban parents. How do you say it? Anais? Anais. Why can't Three. I say it? Anais Nin. Um, sensitive, magnetic, fashionable, was raised in Europe and New York. As an adult in Paris, she forged a fluid new literature of female consciousness. Much has been made of her erotica, but her chief artistry is the non-lurid works. Nin's fiction and her masterpiece, A Lifelong Diary, explored the fractured self, her complicated feelings for her father, psychoanalysis, love, and adventures of all sorts. And it says, here are the three words. The unexplored, submerging, surfacing. Ooh. So, okay. That's funny because it it definitely dovetails with my card. So you do your interpretation. I'll do mine and then we'll move on. I feel like uh, um, the whole thing about, I I guess her lifelong diary really stuck out to me. And then just the idea of the unexplored and Mm. I'm constantly like, you know, talking about how (laughs) we've all got to get a little more comfortable with being vulnerable and we've all got to get more comfortable with um, self-exploration. And because the better you get to know yourself, the better you're going to like it and the better you're going to be more accepting of your flaws because you'll understand why they're there and you'll know how to fix them. Like I have this whole thing about like, just love yourself and then that'll extend to everybody else too. And so I, th- I feel like as far as like what we need to take care- better care of ourselves in 2020 is just to figure out ways to love ourselves more. That's where that card took me. Yeah, I think that it's definitely a card of so it said submerge and surrender. Is that what it said? Submerging and surfacing. Submerging and surfacing. So we are, it's a weird time and we're kind of going into a dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
we need to see how we come out on the other side. So I've talked about this before. Like we're in a cocoon right now. We are in a place where we can change and then start life again different. Mm -hmm. I think that we can, I think we should allow this to transform us. Like we are different people now. And I think for the most part, for the better. We've had time to reflect. We've had time for gratitude. I think we're, we have been submerged in 2020. And who knows when we can come out? I mean, it may be 2021. But I think we will come out on the other side with a lot of perspective. So I think the advice for 2020 that would keep us well is like using this womb of seclusion to grow yeah. and to change and observe analyze yourself and also analyze like the world around you and like your impact on it, how you can make it better. I mean, what else are you going to do right now? (laughs) What else are you doing with your time? Right. Um, We're not Taylor Swift making amazing albums. Oh God, it's so freaking good. I was so happy with it. Uh, We can talk about that later. (laughs) It's so, it's just like, it's just an example of how when we go into these closed off dark spaces, something amazing can come out. Like, I, I, it's so like going on the opposite end of the spectrum, but I'm such a Green Day fan. Mm -hmm. Like American Idiot is so perfect. It's a perfect album. It has some of the best music ever created, but it came from anger. It came from a dark place. It came from what the fuck with this administration. I kind of hope they do that again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like you listen to that front to back and you're like, this is a masterpiece, but it's because it came from a period of angry upheaval. So who knows? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> so the card I pulled from Rumi at first, I was a little confused, but then I read it and I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So it's called the Celestial Rose of Ma. So I will read the little poem and then I will get a, take a sort of smattering from what it says, because like I said, this this gives a lot of advice. Right. So the poem about how to take care of yourself in 2020 is this. Taste the bitterness that becomes sweetness in love. Searching in the dark finds the light of faith revealed in love. Love transforms thistle into jasmine. Love layers heaven and gives us wings to soar into its mystery. Love transforms our every thought into a desire of the heart. Oh, love, how divine is your luring. Beauty flows from your unseen face. Very, your very nature is radiant with joy. You manifest vibrant hues in every flower. Your touch dazzles all creation. Every particle is attracted towards you, longing to unite and dwell in you. And so it goes on to talk about like how the rose offers two gifts. And one gift is the very obvious one, the bloom, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the petals and how it smells and how soft it is and how beautiful it is to look at. But the other gift is the thorns. And the thorns are very real and that you have to look at your shadow side and you have to look at the bad things that happen to you for good reasons. Like life is about balance. It's not just about beauty. It's about the pain Mm -hmm. and the difficult stuff. And it's saying that like your thorn is important. Mm -hmm. You need to look at it. You need to explore it. You need to let it balance the joy of the blossom. Um, and I mean, that's, that's right now. Like, like it's saying the thorns are sacred. Like the thorns are important when we go into a dark time. Like this is a good time to explore the range of human emotion. And I, I think that that I don't even need to say anything else. I think that it, it explains itself. I think observe 
watch. Yeah. See what you're feeling. Let it come up. Let it happen. This is happening for you, not to you. Like, yeah, I really feel like, but my favorite part of that was like beauty is seen beauty shines from your unseen face or I can't shine was the right word or beauty comes from your unseen face or, and just like I was talking about with the whole vulnerability thing, like that's my thing. I get that. So I kind of see everything through that filter. But to me, that's like what that's telling you is like these parts of yourself that you think you have to hide and keep unseen. Mm-hmm. that's that's where the beauty comes like the beauty is in your complexities and so stop yeah. trying to hide them like just accept them and love yourself and like I said if we if we could all just accept ourselves and quit trying to hide the parts we yes. think other people won't like and and just you know accept who we are and it makes us more accepting and loving of other people as well and I just think like the whole world would be better if we could all find a little bit more of that in ourselves could not agree more okay Okay. Um, next question. <laughs> Where should I look for creative inspiration? Ooh. That's a good question. And that's a good one. That'll be pretty universal as well. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like for this person, because I know her and love her, I'm going to go with Rebecca's deck. Um, work your light <clears throat> and pull a card there. Where should I look for creative inspiration okay I got the star mother card which is one of my favorites in this deck and it says how can you mother yourself Mm -hmm. um let me flip to the page to learn a little so we can get a little more specific about it um you are more held than you could possibly imagine loved and cherished so dearly that if you knew you would not spend one second of your life in separation worry or fear let the mother carry your burdens. Let her rock away your fears. Um, <clears throat> you are love in motion. If you allow it, you are already healed. Let her remind you of your goodness. Your capacity to love and hold others is limited to your capacity to love and hold yourself. We're all in a whole big love yourself mode today. Yep. Um, <clears throat> treat yourself like the beautiful spirit that you truly are. You've got this and the mother's got you. Um so it's basically just all about you are supported. Yeah. <clears throat> Which makes me wonder if um, there's a little bit of like, maybe you know where you need to look for creative inspiration, but you're afraid of that or what you're wanting to explore is painful or difficult, you know? And this card is like a big reminder that whatever it is, you've, you've got this. Um, Megan, my card is so similar. <laughs> is it really? You go and then we can kind of go together. It is. Um, you know, so I'm listening to this and, you know, where do I get creative inspiration? And the card is the mother. (laughs) What? Okay. So I think that you can look to things that you do that comfort people. Um, and I'm trying not to give away too much with my card. I think that like, there are some people, okay, so I'm Italian and I know a lot of people, are, are, are sort of like this but like when somebody shows up at your house you show your affection through food mm-hmm. <laughs> like if if you ever met an Italian grandma she'd be like oh my god like she will feed you until you're stuffed and it's just um it's like a comfort thing like I want to show you love this is how I comfort you like you may want to think of how you mother even if you're not a mother like how do you show your love and I think that that could be a creative inspiration for you like if somebody you know is sick do you immediately jump to what can I bake them or do you immediately jump to 
let me get them some flowers. Like, I think that you can sort of look to the things that you use to comfort others for inspiration, perhaps. I don't know. That's a really good idea. Called is the card I got. And it says, soul gifts and training. It is time to step up. I'm going to read the whole thing because I think it's important. You came to earth with a double mission to grow as a soul and bring about a shift in consciousness. The best way to fulfill these personal and collective purposes is to trust what your soul is calling you toward. And it's encoded in the most direct path forward. Your soul has many unique gifts that came here to share. Some you may already be aware of others. You're just beginning to uncover. You're being called to remember that your soul intelligently chose the perfect conditions to carry out your soul's mission and share your soul's gifts. If you're being called towards a creative project, passion, or adventure, this card is confirmation you're facing the right way. And that this moment right here is what's destined. If you're feeling unprepared, think, who am I to do that? This card is guiding you to take that first step and leap. And perhaps consider that your soul has been training for this moment right here for lifetimes. So this is confirmation of what Megan said. Like, I think you know what lights you up. I think you know what you're inspired by i think that you should just go with that instinct and stop pushing it down and it also um, I, i'm sorry i didn't, I didn't mean no please I just keep going to, like keep going. what the other way to look at this is is maybe you're not the one that needs to be told like hey you've got this you're all taken care of everything we're here to support you it could also be that you're meant to be that for other people um Ooh. you know so maybe whatever projects you need to work work on are about you being the mother mm-hmm. you know because it's another mm-hmm. another angle of looking at this oh my gosh that's great yeah 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 yeah. did I you have that. more about your card because i wanted to say no since keep going since we had so much um in common with those two cards i went ahead and just was like flipping through the literary witches deck <laughs> and it's like what here's the card okay oh my god maria sabina mm-hmm. probably not saying it right um she could not read or write and lived in poverty in the mountains of southern Mexico, is considered the greatest shaman, poet, or wise one of the Mazatec, Mazatec, I'm not sure, language. Ooh. She improvised her chants um, during mushroom ceremonies performed to heal the sick. Her rich spiritual vision was informed by native Mazatec beliefs as well as the Catholic faith. And the three words or the three themes are what ails you seeking help and helping others. So this again is like a motherly figure helping others, seeking help. I mean, I feel like we we're just getting the same themes over and over and over again for this. We have to do this once a month. Like it's great. I love it. (laughs) This is a special edition of the creative Oracle. I I I think it'd be absolutely awesome to do this once a month. I would love that. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, my next question, it's a little specific, but like, I think we can do this. Um, It says, I'm tired of not earning money on my writing. I'm thinking of self-publishing. Should I go for it? (laughs) (laughs) I think that this is a great question. And I think a lot of creatives ask themselves this question. So I think that this is going to resonate with a lot of people. I'm going to pull from the keepers of the light because I feel like this is a question about like needing support. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what this deck is all about. So I'm going to pull from that. Um, What deck are you going to pull from Megan? I think I'll pull from the literary witches again. 
I I really I'm digging the 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 literary witches, and I just pulled the best card for this. I pulled a really interesting one too that I'm like, oh, but you go first. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Hold on, I I know this card very well. Like this card, (laughs) this card comes up for me all the fucking time. Um. (laughs) And she's my girl. She's powerful. She would kick your ass. It is Kali Ma. If you don't know who Kali Ma is, you need to look up Kali Ma. She is an amazing, fierce, incredible deity that is all about destruction. And you shouldn't be scared of it. You should realize it's the kind of thing where when people burn down uh, like an overgrowth of a forest so that better things can come up this is like burn it down so better things can come so it says kalima facing fear major spiritual changes are unfolding this is your chance to soar um the author lisa lister talks a lot about kalima and how powerful she is so i'm going to read the full page it's so important it's so relevant um kalima is the hindu goddess of get death and rebirth she brings old cycles to an end so we can experience transformation. She is strong, fierce, fiery, and a powerful image of the divine feminine. Many have been intimidated by her, but she is a mother energy, oh, mother again, mm-hmm. and therefore completely loving. She's like a fierce mother protecting her child from harm. She has dark energy like the night sky, but it consumes fear and leaves only love. She is the twin flame of the god Shiva, and she has been known to slay his ego so he can reveal his true loving self. This is a time where you're able to look fear in the eye and move away from it. Fear is just energy and energy can be changed. This can be an intense experience because the human self is so conditioned that it may be used to operating with fear present. When the fear is gone, it may feel as though an emptiness is there, but this is the space for love and miracles to enter. You are being filled with courage of spirit right now so that you can move to the next from one phase of your life to the next. Trust the process and call on Kalima to help you release fear and step into a place that is strong, focused, and courageous. This gives a very clear answer to me. I don't know about you, Meg. Yeah, I agree. I think it, um, well, here, let me tell you real quick what my card is and then we can cut yes. and say it'll, it, it's impacting my, um, what I want to say. Yeah. So I drew from the literary witches card and I got one that was not an author. It's just one of the artwork that goes with it. And it's the doll mm. and it says illusion, old wounds and childhood. Oh man. Yeah. And so I feel like this is all about, if you think of childhood as like, how you started in the writing world or, mm-hmm. and then the growth and that you comes with it as you're in it longer and longer. Yeah. And, um, I feel like it's about learning and facing the, like, you know, I feel like when you get started, if, especially if it, it depends, I guess, on what your goals are for publishing, but you know, the traditional method is, that's why they call it traditional publishing. You get an agent and you, um, get a big major house deal and you get your book in, bookstores across the world and that sort of thing you get translated into other countries and things like that and that's how it's done and the idea that you might do it differently is scary because you wonder first of all how do you do it all on your own and then secondly it's like what are people going to think and is there a th- you know and so I feel like all of that plays into it um if we think about the beginning of your journey as a writer you know mm-hmm. um and then you face your fears. It's kind of like what your card is talking about and figure out like, what is it that's make, why are you even questioning this decision? If you want to make more money and you know, you'll make more money as self-publishing. Yeah. What's holding you back? 
Right. I think that, you know, the old guard is in publishing is, is, is kind of crumbling in mm-hmm. a way. And when you think about it, Kali Ma is here being brave for you saying, are you really going to give 80% of your royalties to some corporation? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take that shit for yourself? Like that, like she is standing there being like, you're worth it. Yeah. You're worth more. If you think you should be self-publishing, you should be <laughs> self-publishing. Don't be afraid of it. Many people do it. Get on your way. Like get going. And I think that this is a 100% sign from the universe that that is a hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, of the, um, we should say Amanda and I are both traditionally published authors. So yes, I'm not like a self-published author who's on a mission to make everybody be self-published authors. But right. I am like, um, I just don't know why you wouldn't. I'm just kind of like, I would, I'd be curious to know specifically what's making you even doubt the decision. Um, and some of it may be like, what are your specific goals? I always tell everybody to be really sure about like, what does success mean to you? Because, because for some people, the only way they'll feel successful is, I don't know if they are for sale in every bookstore across the country that like right. anybody, you know, could walk into target and buy your book. If that's what you want, then self-publishing is not going to make you happy. You know, right. If that's the only way you're going to judge your success and that's not going to be it. But if it's really money and you think that you can um, reach an audience, which it, I mean, in, in today's world, it's, you are in control of that. You can reach your audience, you know, you've got to yeah. do the work, but that's, you've got to do that if you're a traditionally published author anyway. And so I'm just like, if money is what you're worried about, then yeah, I think you should totally self-publish. Yeah. And I'm not knocking traditional publishing. <laughs> no, either, not at all. But, but it is important to notice that like there are pros and cons. And if you're looking on the money side, the pros are in self-publishing. Like right. an advance, they don't give big advances a whole lot anymore. And, you know, when you look at royalties, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, yeah, everybody has different goals. And I think that Megan, you really hit the nail on the head there. And if, if it's about money, self-publish. And also period. I think I, I at least used to have this thing that you were either a self-published author or a traditional author and there was no both. Right. Um, and I think that's because of the way the world was at the point that I initially got into the professional writing world, but that's not yeah. the case at all anymore. Like you can still, if you self-publish one book, you can go back and traditionally publish another. Like that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Totally. I, I'm, I'm so glad that we pulled these cards because I think that a lot of people think about this and myself included, mm-hmm. you know, um, I do have that dream of being on shelves, but I also have the dream of like, no, like bootstrapping, like, and, and, and doing it myself and seeing where I can take it. And it's all under my control. So I, I, I think that this is good. I think, I think a lot of people should sort of hear this, think about it. Um, there's just so much to consider and it, it's there is. different for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it for today. Yeah. So I we think could so. not get to everybody, but I definitely want to do this again. This was so much fun. And I mean, I got a lot out of it. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved having the different, but different things to think about, I think is really helpful. So yeah. Thanks for sending in questions. You guys we will definitely do it again. We'll, Maybe at least once a month. Like, I think that was great. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Thanks, Amanda. Have a good week. You have a good week, too. Thanks, everybody. Bye.